Good morning. Welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. I am Scott George, your announcer for this fourth Sunday after Pentecost. The Reverend Jake Sletton will deliver today's message. Assisting in the worship service is organist Mrs. Susan Seniger, acolytes Carson Ree and Kai Brown. Today's broadcast is sponsored by Joe and Loretta Pennington and thankfulness for the many blessings they have received during their 57 years of marriage and is dedicated to the glory of God. He's not All right, so our announcements for this morning. First of all, the ladies' aid will meet on this Thursday at 1.30 in the Fellowship Hall. <clears throat> our next council meeting is July the 9th at 7 p.m. July 9 at 7 p.m. Also, there are uh, a few spots left, I noticed, on the calendar on the back table that I have put down there. Uh, if you would like me to come and visit you in your, in your home, uh, I would certainly like to do that for the month of July. I've got a calendar back there. There's a, a few spots left. Just write your name in and then I will be giving you a phone call uh, within the next few days or so to schedule a time for me to uh, come out and visit. Also, our youth, our high school youth, the LYF group, as you know, they are making a trip to the great state of Montana this summer for their uh, for their trip uh, that they will be making. They have worked very, very hard uh, to earn the spread. money that is required <laughs> in order for all of them to make this trip. Uh, and they want to thank all of you, uh, all of you who have given to this trip for them. Uh, and they sincerely thank you for that. Uh, I come on behalf of them. Uh, they are still short. Uh, and they still need exactly $1,082 left in order for them uh, to have the money necessary in order to complete their trip. So I am asking all of you on their behalf to please prayerfully consider giving to them uh, so that they can make the budgeted number that they have set aside for this trip. Believe me, I have talked to Fawn Hansen several times on this. There is no budget trimmer than a Fawn Hansen budget. Okay? So it's not like we're going to go off and, I don't know, um, go do something wild and crazy that costs umpteen thousand dollars. No. Uh, this is a very, very trim budget. They are still $1,082 short. And so we ask that you would prayerfully consider giving to them uh, before they leave on their trip in the next couple of weeks. If you would like to make a check, please make the check out to LYF with Fawn Hansen in the memo line. And finally, we invite, we invite you every Sunday uh, at 8.45 a.m. to Sunday school and to Bible class. And so we ask that you please prayerfully consider that uh, as an option for, your, um, for you and your family as well. And so with that, let's go to the Lord in prayer as we, be, as we begin our worship this morning. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you that you have called us here that you have called each and every one of us here by name. Lord, as we have prayed before, but it is nonetheless true, we are not here by accident. We are not here by chance. Lord, we are here because your Spirit has moved us to be here. 
And so we thank you for that. Lord, you have moved us to be here because you want us to hear your word. You want us, Lord, to receive the gift of your holy sacrament in your body and blood for the forgiveness of our sins. And so, Lord, we ask that as we worship you now, most especially, Lord, as we receive from you now, as we are served by you, that you would give us a zeal this morning in our hearts, in our minds, for your house of worship here. It is in the name of Jesus that we pray all of these things. Amen. We sing our opening hymn, O Day of Rest and Gladness. That's number 906. 906. We make our beginning this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Beloved in the Lord, let us draw near with a true heart 
and confess our sins unto God our Father, beseeching him in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to grant us forgiveness. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Who made heaven and earth. I said, I will confess my transgressions unto the Lord. And you forgave the iniquity of my sins. O Almighty God, merciful Father. My poor miserable sinner, confess unto you all my sins and iniquities, which wish I have ever offended you, and justly deserve your temporal and eternal punishment. But I am heartily sorry for them, and sincerely repent of them. I pray to you of your boundless mercy, and for the sake of the holy, innocent, bitter sufferings and death of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, to be gracious and merciful to me, a poor sinful being. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake he forgives you all of your sins. So then, in the stead, and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I will sing of the steadfast love of the Lord forever. Faithfulness to all generations. Blessed are the people who know the festal shout. Who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face. Who exalt in your name all the day. And in your righteousness are exalted. For you are the glory of their strength. By your favor our horn is exalted. For our shield belongs to the Lord. Our King to the Holy One of Jesus. Glory be to the Father. And to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I will sing of the steadfast love of the Lord forever. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations.
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have broken the tyranny of sin and have sent the Spirit of your Son into our hearts, whereby we call you Father. May we dedicate our freedom to your service, that we and all creation may be brought to the glorious liberty of the children of God. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Please be seated. The Old Testament reading is from Jeremiah chapter 28, verses 5 through 9. Then the prophet Jeremiah spoke to Hananiah, the prophet, in the presence of the priest and all the people who were standing in the house of the Lord. And the prophet Jeremiah said, Amen. May the Lord do so. May the Lord make the words that you have prophesied come true and bring back to this place from Babylon the vessels of the house of the Lord and all the exiles. Yet hear now this word that I speak in your hearing and in the hearing of all the people. The prophets who preceded you and me from ancient times prophesied war, famine, and pestilence against many great countries and great kingdoms. As for the prophet who prophesies peace, when the word of that prophet comes to pass, then it will be known that the Lord has truly sent the prophet. This is the word of our Lord. Special music today is provided by Don Clyburker and his grandsons, Donna, <clears throat> Dallas, and Brandon. <clears throat>
As he died to make men holy, let us live to make men free, while God is marching on. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. His truth is marching on. His truth is marching on. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for that piece. Thank you very much. It's now time for all of the young disciples who are here today to come forward for the children's message. Also, uh, bring forward your Mighty Mites, and Mr. Clyde Baker is going to be leading us today. The children's message today is presented by John Kleibacher, and it's based on freedom. are you this morning good everybody's doing good what do you think about my tie they like my tie that makes me feel good this morning thank you hey it matches her dress doesn't it and your dress Cordell's shirt how come so many of us have on red white and blue today Cordell it's almost fourth of July Absolutely. It's almost the 4th of July, and that's kind of a fun day, isn't it? Now, what do we celebrate on the 4th of July? Does anybody know why that's important? Yes. So our flag was still standing. Absolutely. Our flag is still standing. And what else happened on the 4th of July? Independence Day. Independence Day. Exactly. That's exactly right. Long time ago, a group of men assembled kind of in uh, Philadelphia, that area out there, right, way on the East Coast. And what did they do on the 4th of July? They signed the Declaration of Independence. And that gave us what? Freedom, right? Freedom from Great Britain. One of my older boys, Jackson, he's been watching a television show lately called George Washington Spies. I don't know whether the history in that show, Jackson, is 100% correct. You can tell us whether it is or not. But uh, I found it kind of interesting. A couple of times I've passed through the family room while he's been watching that documentary about how George Washington and the Revolutionary Army and so forth won our independence from Great Britain. And uh, I like history. 
So that's, it's kind of an interesting show to watch. In a couple of days, we're all going to celebrate the 4th of July and celebrate that freedom that those men back at that time won for us, right? We created, they created the United States of America. How are you going to celebrate? Fireworks, of course. Lots of fireworks. Have you guys all got your fireworks all picked out already? No. Are you going to talk mom and dad into taking you to get some? Or grandma and grandpa? Probably your dad. Hey, dads, look out. There's a few ready to go. You know, as I've gotten older, you know what my favorite part of the 4th of July is? It rhymes with July. Pie. Exactly. Ice cream and pie. I bet there's some older people out here that might agree with me, too. Fireworks are fun, and so is eating pie. Well, look over there right behind the piano. There's our flag, the United States flag. We're proud of that flag, and we'll probably salute it at some point in time within the next couple of days as part of the 4th of July, and we appreciate that freedom that we've got, right, that goes along with that as Americans. But what's right in front of you? What is this called? The baptismal font, right? Now, I want you to look right behind, uh, up on the wall right here, and right behind where pastor's going to give his, or might stand to give his sermon. Look at those two banners real quick. You can turn around and look. What's there? What's that symbolic of? What you got, Cohen? Fires and the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit did something special for all of us, too. He gave us freedom from the devil and from sin, right? And we get that through baptism and through hearing God's Word when Mr. Minning reads it and when Pastor reads it. We get faith, and we get that faith because Jesus loved us. That's called grace. He gives us that faith, and through that we have freedom from the devil and freedom from sin. So this 4th of July, when you're setting off fireworks and eating pie, I want you to also think about the work that the Holy Spirit did for you through baptism and through listening to your parents and grandparents and pastors and teachers read you God's Word because you got a very, very, very important freedom. Again, the freedom from the devil and freedom from sin, and most importantly, we get to live with Jesus forever, right, through our faith in Him. Exactly. So happy 4th of July to you. Let's say a quick prayer, and then you can go back to your seats. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the opportunity to come together this morning to talk about freedom and to hear wonderful music about our great country, and we especially thank you that you allowed us all to be able to live here in America. But we especially thank you that you sent your Son, Jesus, to be our Savior and that through the Holy Spirit, you've given us faith. We pray that you'd help us to listen and learn to your word, that we can grow in our faith every day. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Happy Fourth of July, guys. Epistle reading is from Galatians chapter 5, verses 13 through 18. For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. 
But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other, to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. This is the word of our Lord. Please rise. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 10th chapter. Jesus said, Do not think that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a person's enemies will be those of his own household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take his cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it. And whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me. And whoever receives me receives him who sent me. The one who receives a prophet because he is a priest will receive a priest's reward. And the one who receives a righteous person because he is a righteous person will receive a righteous person's reward. And whoever gives one of these little ones even a cup of cold water because he is a disciple, truly I say to you, you will by no means lose his reward. This is the gospel of our Lord. Our sermon hymn is Take My Life and Let It Be, verses 1 and 2, and 5 and 6, on page 783 of the Lutheran Service Book.
Would you all pray with me, please? Dear Heavenly Father, may the meditations of our hearts and the words of my mouth be pleasing in your sight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace be yours this morning from God our Father and through the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The text for this morning's meditation is from the epistle lesson that was just read. We're going to be talking today about freedom as it is the the 4th of July weekend, and specifically what it means to have the freedom of a Christian. And in order to do that, to start off, I want all of you to sort of suspend your disbelief with me for just a few moments to make this metaphor work, okay? I want you to imagine that you have a kite, which isn't hard, but this kite is a talking kite. It can, it, it can talk back to you, okay? Okay, so you are out, outside, it's a beautiful day, sunny, just enough breeze to have a kite flown way up high in the sky. So you take your kite and you take it outside and you're running with it as fast as you can and you're trying to get it up in the air and it finally does and it's flying and it's flying and it's great and everything looks good and you kind of reel it out more and more and more and it gets higher and higher until the spool of your, of your um, twine is completely unraveled and it can't go any further. And then your talking kite looks down on you and shouts down, cut the line! I want to go higher. I don't want this, this line that, that is keeping me down any longer. I want to go higher and soar where no kite has gone before. And you don't want to do that because you know what will happen if the kite doesn't have a line with it. So you keep flying your kite, and then suddenly a big gust of wind comes and the line is broken. And it starts to go a little bit higher, but then without the line, the kite is void of of any kind of stability. And down the kite comes, bobbing this way and that, and floating around until finally, suddenly, it crashes and it is completely destroyed. It's really nothing more now than just a broken piece of plastic. As I said, I used this example of a kite this morning to explain to you and to talk about this morning Christian freedom, what it is, what it means to to be free in Jesus. What does it mean to be free as a Christian? The first thing that it means is that Christ has set us free from the eternal penalty of death for our sins. We have been set free from the chains of death and Satan that our sin has caused us. In Romans chapter 6, Paul lays this out very clearly. He says, and this is from a different translation that I don't use very often, but I found it helpful for us this morning. It's from a translation called The Message. And it says, so, since we're out from under the old tyranny, Does that mean that we can live any old way that we want? Since we're free in the freedom of God, can we do anything that comes to mind? Hardly. You know well enough from your own experience that there are some acts of so-called freedom that destroy freedom. Offer yourselves to sin, for instance, and it's your last free act. 
but offer yourselves to the ways of God, and the freedom never quits. All your lives you've let sin tell you what to do. But thank God you started listening to a new master, one who commands, one whose commands sets you free to live openly in his freedom. Which leads us perfectly into our next point. To be free as a Christian also means this, that Jesus has freed us for service to him as our master. And as Paul says in Romans chapter 6, this doesn't mean that we can just sort of do whatever we please and not then expect that there to be consequences after that. What this does mean is that the freedom that we have can be for our detriment if we don't use our freedom correctly. Any more than the kite is free, than the line is broken. In his letter to the Galatians, Paul warned them about misusing Christian liberty. He says in chapter 5, You, my brothers, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the sinful nature. Rather, serve one another in love. One of the best examples in Scripture of people that abuse their freedom is the Israelite nation. Instead of thanking God and serving one another, they built a gold idol. Because they were tired of waiting for Moses to come back down the mountain with the Ten Commandments. They broke themselves loose from God's will. And instead, they did what they willed. They took their newfound freedom from slavery... Which, which was to be lived within the limits of God's will and used it to feed their own sinful flesh. They were like that kite that had broken loose. No longer did they have any stability. As a result, many of the, of the people died from participating in the false worship of the gold idol. Just like the kite whose line had broken floundered this way and that, and finally fell and shattered upon the earth. It was nothing more than just a heap of plastic. You see, the problem is that many people think that, that freedom is something that gives people the ability to do as they see fit, to the detriment of themselves or to others. They don't feel the burden of the restraints, and so they venture out bobbing this way and that, thinking that they have the world by the tail until the wind gets too strong. The problems of this world begin to add up, and they stumble. And they stumble some more, and they eventually come crashing down. You see, it's really very easy for us to misuse our Christian freedom, to misuse the freedom that God has given to us. You can choose to sleep in on Sunday morning. You can choose to do it next Sunday. And you can choose to do it the following Sunday. But don't be surprised when you start feeling less and less connected to God. You can choose to not attend Bible class on Sunday mornings. And as a result, not bring your children to Sunday school either. 
But don't be surprised when, when your children grow up that they don't want to go to church when they're older. Don't be surprised when your walk with Christ begins to turn into a stumble that turns into tripping that then turns into frequent falling. You can choose to not have regular devotions and time in God's word with your spouse and with your family. You can choose that. But don't be surprised when you begin to notice that your marriage and your family does not model the walk that has been set forth for us in Christ. You can choose to gossip about that person or this person, but don't be surprised when you start to feel pretty awful when you find out exactly what is going on in that person's life. Yes, we have freedom in Christ, but folks, if we're not careful, if we are not self-aware, we can become like the kite that comes crashing down and is no more than just a heap of busted plastic. But if we hold on to the line of our life, which is Christ, we will always have the stability that we need. And so how do we do that? How do we let Jesus take hold of our life? Go to God's Word. And in His Word, in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, He makes it very, very clear. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Not second, not after the fact, no. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And you will find that you will begin to make good use of the freedom then that you have in Christ. You will discover what true freedom really feels like. Out of Christ there is only ruin and a grave with our names on it that will never be empty. But with him we have freedom from sin and in him no gust of wind, no peril will ever be able to knock us down. With him we have been given the power of the cross of Christ which has shattered the slavery of sin that we were in. Jesus meant it when he said these words. So if the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. And so you are free. You are free from sin and its, and its bondage because of his death, because of his resurrection. You are free to be a slave in Christ. You are free to make the decisions and the choices that Christ has laid out for you to make, that he wants you to make. The Son has set you free. And so, my friends, you are free indeed. In our Savior's name, amen. Please rise.
We recite together the words of our Christian faith, and we do so using the Apostles' Creed as found printed in the back cover of your bulletin. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Please be seated. It is at this time that we will gather our tithes and offerings. In the pew towards the aisle side is the red sign-in book. Members and guests, please fill that book out so that we know that you were here to worship with us. The last person to receive it, send it back towards the aisle. And will that person then who is sitting on the aisle, uh, please tear out the top page and then set it on the top of the book so that the elders can pick it up after worship. And so with that, we collect our tithes and offerings. The mission of Trinity Lutheran Church is the preaching, teaching, and baptizing and sharing of Christ, the love of Christ in our church, our community, and our world. Uh, in our other announcements, part-time secretarial position in the church office is open. Hours are every Friday, 9 to 3, and fill-in is required. Resume should be turned in the church office or to an elder. On July 30th, there'll be a covered dish uh, dinner. There'll be also be a pie auction. Anyone wishing to donate a pie should call Amanda at the school office, 235-5931. All proceeds go to reducing our line of credit. During the month of July, the Trinity Lutheran School Freistad is having a food drive to stock the church kitchen for the, for the coming year. Uh, both food and monetary donations are welcome, can be sent to the church office. Uh, call Amanda at the number that I gave you a minute ago. Uh, there'll be a cake and punch reception to be held for Steve and Elaine Griman as they leave us for Cole Camp. It'll be July 16th at 2 p.m in the fellowship hall. Come join us in thanksgiving for their many years of service to Trinity Lutheran Church and school. The school is also seeking a part-time teacher for the 2017-2018 year. This individual work from 10-15 to 3-15 each day. We are responsible for the seventh and eighth grade homeroom, middle school social studies, elementary PE. Applicants should have strong classroom management and communication skills. Resume and a cover letter can be sent to amenning at tlsfreistat.org or fax to 417-235-5775. The Trinity Education Association will have a garage sale on the Fellowship Hall July 20th and 22nd. No donations are needed, but help us spread the word so we can have lots of shoppers. No donations. Oh, that's good. So in Bible classes, Pastor mentioned the Sunday School Church and Adult Bible classes. A men's Bible class is at 6.30 every Wednesday morning in the chapel. 
In our prayers this morning, we have several people that we want to remember. First, for those who are on our health list, for Melba McCord, Nancy McRoberts, Mary Fritz, Ella Kleibaker, Flora Oberman, Landreth Worm, Dana Robb, Erwin Kruger, Ernest Shane, Janice Meyer, Brenda Lawmaster, Myron Reed, Rosa Marie Griman, Carol McIntyre, Marilyn Stewart, Elmer Kaiser, Oren Fritz, Ethel Helmkamp, Dan Haynes, Dale Chapman, Joan Haynes, Bill and Jim Wilson, Becky Morgan, Eldred Holly, Addison Trokey, Harry Clanton. Uh, also for the family of Nadine Overman upon the death of her great-granddaughter. Uh, and also for those who are celebrating birthdays and anniversaries, for Joe and Loretta Pennington, who celebrated 57 years of marriage on July the 1st. For Roger and Renee Menning, who will be celebrating 37 years of marriage on July the 5th. Craig and Tammy Wallace, who will be celebrating 27 years of marriage on July the 7th. Also for 87 years of life given to Pete Doss coming up on July the 6th. And so, and all... Also, for, uh, for Robert Powell, uh, this is Teresa Powell's brother, uh, who is in the hospital and is not doing well, and so we will certainly pray for him as well. We go to our Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for our freedom. We thank you, Lord, that it is not against the laws of this land to believe in you, to worship you, to fellowship with you. Please help us by your Holy Spirit, Lord, to, to use our Christian freedom only in ways that are, that are pleasing to you and not to ourselves. Thank you for your Son, Jesus, who has set us free, and we are free indeed. Lord, in your mercy. Father, we thank you for all who do for all, we thank you for all who do to provide us with our daily bread. Be with all who grow, be with all who work to grow the fruits of the earth that you have given us for food. Give them favorable weather and a successful harvest. Bless also all involvement in the commerce and industry of our land. Allow the fruits of their labor to provide for the material needs of the many who rely on them. Lord, in your mercy. Father, we thank you for our own nation and the many freedoms that you, have, that you have provided for us here. Guide our elected and appointed leaders to serve us with integrity. Be with those who defend our freedoms in the armed forces, as well as the police and the firefighters who protect our freedoms closer to home. Lord, in your mercy. We also pray for all those who are suffering, whether it be physically, spiritually, or emotionally. We pray that you would hold them very close to you and according to your good and gracious will that you would heal them, especially, Lord, those who are on our health list and for all those, Lord, who we name before you in our hearts now. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we also give you thanks for all those who are celebrating birthdays and anniversaries. Father, the birth of your son Jesus brought great joy to Mary and to Joseph. We give you thanks for Pete, whose birthday we pray for this morning. May he ever grow in your faith, hope, and love. And we praise you, Lord, that in the beginning, when you formed man and 
woman, that they might form a communion of life and love. Therefore, Lord, we pray that you would look with kindness uh, upon Joe and Loretta for Roger and Renee, Craig and Tammy. That as you have sustained their communion together, renew their marriage covenant each day. Uplift them in their commitment to one another so that they may forever enjoy your blessing. Lord, in your mercy. Father, we thank you for the seasons and the means to travel the earth that you have given us. Keep safe all who journey, whether by land, sea, or air. Bring them safely to their destinations and see them home again. Lord, in your mercy. Father, we thank you for the foretaste of the feast to come that comes in the body and blood of your Son. May this eating and drinking strengthen our faith, bind us to you, and free us for service to others. Lord, in your mercy. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so, people of God, the Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord, our God. It is truly meet, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who overcame the assaults of the devil and gave his life as a ransom for many, that with cleansed hearts we might be prepared joyfully to celebrate the Paschal Feast in sincerity and truth. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and singing. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O Lord Jesus Christ, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also, we took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink of it, all of you. 
This cup is the New Testament in my blood, shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Savior Jesus Christ, shed for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. First hymn is thy body given for me, O Savior, hymn 619. 
next hymn is O Lord We Praise Thee, hymn 617.
next hymn will be Earth and All Stars, hymn number 817.
Please stand. And now by this, our Savior's body and blood, strengthen and preserve you in the one true faith unto life that is everlasting. Depart in his peace and joy. Amen. O give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Let us pray. We give thanks to you, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us to this salutary gift. And we implore you that of your mercy that you would strengthen us, through the same, in faith towards you and in fervent love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Lord be with you. Bless we the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. verses 1 through 2 and 5. It has been our pleasure to bring you this worship service from Trinity Lutheran Church in Freistadt, Missouri. We pray that you have benefited spiritually from this service and invite you to worship with us next Sunday at 10 a.m. If you're not able to be with us in person, we invite you to listen on freistatradio.com. These broadcasts are made possible by donations to the broadcast ministry, 
ministry of Trinity Lutheran Church. Please contact the church office for how you can help. We commend you the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you. May His evident mercy be evident to you in all things. Your announcer has been Scott George. Just as a reminder that if you would like to give to the youth, to our LYF for their trip, uh, please find Fawn Hansen, uh, and she will be able to give you information on which to do that. I pray that you all would have a very uh, um, fun, a very wonderful, a very safe, please be safe. If you're doing fireworks, which is great, please be safe. Come here in one piece, please. I don't want to, I don't want I, I seriously don't want anybody, anybody to get hurt. Uh, have a very wonderful 4th of July weekend. Uh, have a very blessed week in the Lord. and look forward to seeing everybody on Sunday.